0: This podcast is supported in part by Audible. Now I'm a busy wife, mom, and entrepreneur, and I don't always have the opportunity to sit down and curl up with a good book. But Audible makes reading so much easier. They have over 150,000 bestsellers, new releases, classics, romance novels, and more. I've actually been a member of Audible myself now for over three years. But if you'd like an opportunity to listen to your first audiobook for free with a 30-day free trial, then go ahead and check them out. Be sure to visit audibletrial.com forward slash woman. Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Sean. I'm a best-selling author, speaker, life, and dating coach. And I started this podcast because I believe that every single woman has a story. And from her story, there's so much that we can learn about ourselves and also how to master this thing called life. So every episode, I'm gonna speak to a young woman and we're gonna hear her story. Now, these stories may inspire you, uplift you, challenge your beliefs. They may even change your mindset or even your life forever. Now, this podcast is not for the faint of heart. It is for women who are ready to take control of their lives and ready to become the very best version of themselves. So tune in every episode with an open mind and an open heart, and let's see what we can discover about ourselves. So on this week's episode, we're going to be speaking to a young woman who had her fiance call off the wedding three weeks prior to exchanging I do's. Uh, She was left heartbroken, but there's a lot that we can learn from her story. So anyway, without any further ado, let's let her tell her story.
1: Okay, so let's see. Where should I start? Um, So so I was dating this guy. We were dating for a little over five years and uh, we decided that we were going to get married. He proposed in February, Valentine's Day last year. So um, we decided we were getting married October 13th of 2017. So originally we were supposed to get married October 13th. 2018, 13, but he wanted to live together. And um, the way I was raised, I wasn't going to live with him until we were married. So I was like, "Let's just get married this year." So 2017. So he was okay with that. So um let's see. Fast forward. Mm-hmm. He went out of town. Let's fast forward to that. So he went out of town and with his friend, they started a podcast together. So they went out of town to um, a podcast convention in next city. <laughs> so um everything was fine before that like everything as far as i know we were looking for apartments we had a um venue that we were going to we were about to pay on it so everything was fine i knew that i could tell that i was doing more of the wedding stuff and he was doing the apartment stuff i just thought that was a guy thing so that was fine so when he came back we came back from the trip it was sunday And he was saying um, that he wanted to talk. So I'm like, okay, well, let's talk. So basically, he was just saying how he felt. um, He felt nervous about it. He didn't say what it was that was wrong with him. Because honestly, I think he didn't know at first what was wrong. But he just said he just felt nervous. and He just wanted to put the wedding off. So I'm like, okay, well, what's going on? So he's just like, well, I just feel that. I just feel like um, we just our spark isn't like it used to be like, um, we're not as, you know, that spark that we have is not like it used to be. So to me, I'm thinking, okay, sparks go in and out. Like, you know, you're not always sparky (laughs) when you're in a relationship. So I'm thinking, okay, it's not a big deal, but it really bothered him really badly. So that's when it worried me when I seen that it was worrying him. So we postponed the wedding and we decided that we will wait. So while we're waiting to get married, well, I'm thinking we're just waiting, and I feel like he knew how he felt before I knew. So we're just waiting, and he comes over to my house to meet me the next Sunday, and we're talking, and he's just... I've never seen him, I would say, off his game or disturbed. I've, I i could say I've only seen him cry two times, and he was crying. Like He came over to my house, and he was crying, and he was just saying how he just doesn't know what's wrong. Like, And that worries me. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean you don't know what's wrong? So he's just like, I don't know what's wrong. I just... I don't know. I know it's me. He said, I feel like it's my fault. I know it's me. I don't know what's wrong. I can't get no sleep. And I just, I'm drinking again. And he used to drink. When we first got together, he would drink a lot, a lot. But when we got together, um, you know, we would talk about God and stuff like that. So he didn't really drink as much. And he would tell me, yeah, I'm back to drinking again. And I just can't sleep. And I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, did you cheat? So like, when you went out of town, did you cheat? And he said, no, no, I didn't cheat. It's nothing like that. I just, I don't know what's wrong. So that worried me and that just turned me off like you're over here crying are you upset and that just made me mad like, it made me feel like i if you're not okay you don't know what's wrong with you then that just annoyed me so I was like, okay so he eventually left and it was just a whole bunch of back and forth him not knowing what's wrong and me trying to figure it out and him talking about the spark so we went on a date to try to um bring the quote-unquote spark back and he's we're at the movie theater and he's just acting so distant and he's not like that he's more of a a huggy, touchy person than I am. So, he was really distant, and um, I just told him after the date it's like I was going on a date with a friend. He's like, I just don't know what's wrong with me. So I'm like, I'm just gonna go home. Then you don't know what's wrong too. I'm gonna go home, and I'll see you later. So, uh, a couple days later, basically, he said he came over again, and um, oh no, it was supposed to be our wedding. It was two weeks before our wedding date. I'm sorry that this happened. So, it was. October 13th, the day we are supposed to get married, and I was just hung up with my friend that day, my best friend. And all day, he never called me. Like, that whole day, he never called. So then the next day, he came over to my house, and um, he just said, I just think that I'm I'm not, I'm a good boyfriend, but I don't think I'll be a good husband. And honestly, at that point, I was just fed up. You know how you get to a point to where you're just like, okay, well, I don't know. I just, I just was ready to break up because I just, it just, I was frustrated and I didn't know what was wrong and I thought he was being weak and I don't want to marry nobody weak anyway so to me I just was like okay well let's just be done let's be done and I was like well why do you feel that you're not a good boyfriend uh, you'll be a good husband not a good boyfriend a good boyfriend but not a good husband and he said because um he didn't see an example with his mom and dad now his mom and dad um they're abusive to each other physically and verbally so um he said he never and they got married to each other like two three times and he yeah and he said he just felt like he'd never seen a good example of a marriage so um he just he just felt like i guess he didn't see a good example and then he gonna say he was like and i feel like you know how we're um having an argument right how we're having a we're at odds right now and i said yeah he said his dad had his own house whenever he when he was married to his mom he had his own house whenever they were at odds he would leave and he wants something he wants he like. I wouldn't be okay with something like that. Of course not. That's not normal. You, I can't let you have your own house. What? And I honestly, I just, oh, it just, Coach Sean, it annoyed me so bad. I just, okay. Girl, it's working my nerves. So yes. <laughs> I can only imagine how you feel if it's working my nerves. But uh, is, is that all that's going on? So, so do you, you don't want him back? You just want to know, like. I did. I did used to want him back, but after we broke up a friend told me so we vowed that we wouldn't this this is us we don't we don't smoke or we we don't smoke we would drink occasionally but we don't smoke so one of his friends come back and tell me that he's up here smoking weed every day so now he's smoking weed and now he on um tinder dating people and having sex with people and i'm just like when i heard that it was like he's just not the man that I. he's not the person i ever knew and it just I just don't even know. Like, what? Like, what do you mean, you mean? He's like, yeah, he's smoking and everything else. So, I don't know. I, I don't want him back because I feel like, I feel like, honestly, I feel like I loved him so much. I feel like he's too weak for me because for you to just go out. So, to me, that means you felt that way the whole time. For you to go out of town and then come back and then you don't know. You crying and you going to the park and running and you can't get no sleep and you tell me you don't know what's wrong with you and you feel like it's your fault. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. So, and then you tell me that you feel like the spark isn't alive and as much as it used to be. And when I first met him, I, I told him that I wasn't um going to be sexually involved with him unless I was married. So, but I, I did fall short of the calling. <laughs> I fell short of that. But towards um the last couple of years of our relationship, I, it wasn't happening at all because I want to make sure that I'm right before God. So and he already knew that about me. He knew that about me before we got married. So, or before we even, when we first got together. So I don't know, I just don't know. Oh, just it's- I,
0: there's, there's a lot there, but I think a lot of it has to do with, like, what's going on with him. I feel like he needs to actually talk to somebody, whether it's you or another woman. He's got a lot of issues and a lot of baggage that he was going to be dragging into your relationship anyway. Um, you know, when it talk- comes to, like, he thinks he wants his own house. And, like, why would you even curl your lips to think you can ask me for something like that? He's seen so much. I think oftentimes when it comes to relationships not working out or somebody needs to speak with someone, people always assume it's the woman, like a man can't have issues. That man has issues, Mm -hmm. a lot of them, deep ones. And I feel like one of the things that may have drawn him to you um, was the fact that you represent who he wants to be. I think he likes who he is when he's with you, Mm -hmm. but you're like the only reason why he's doing right. Like he, he wasn't having sex because you weren't having sex with him and he wasn't really drinking because you weren't really drinking or, you know, all those different. He wasn't doing drugs because he knows that you don't want to do drugs. And he probably was trying to be closer to God because you were being closer to God when you can't be sort of the bridge or the go-between between between somebody and their faith, no matter how much you love them. And I feel like you represent, like, that for him. And he wants to do this. He wants... I don't think he's done, you know... Play in the field and and all the thing, all the bad habits that he has. I don't think he's done. And to me, I think I feel like he did you a huge favor by telling you this before you got married. And then you'd have to go through the process of divorcing this man, and he's not living with you. And it would have been an ugly marriage. It would have been an ugly marriage. So instead of going through all of that, I feel like God spared you and showed you all this before. Just imagine, how, like being pregnant, having his kid, and then you got to find out he's not ready. Like, why are you wait till now to tell me? Best. You know what I mean? that would be the first reaction. Why'd you wait till now to say something? But now you're spared to be able to say, you know what? And you get to see who he, what he's really made of. Because how, how are you showing these kind of signs that you can't be strong enough, man enough to lead our family, and we don't even have one yet, like? <laughs> You can already tell he's not even he's not built for what you want. He may be a good guy, but it doesn't mean that he's your guy or the good guy for you. It sounds like he's got some serious problems. Like as far as like the issue how he feels about how relationships should look and that was honest though. I know you don't like it. You feel like it was bad timing or why, you know, you spent 5 years trying to build a you know, build towards something that seemed like it was right there three weeks from getting married and now he want to tell you all of this but it's still I'd rather waste the five years and it be 20 you know what I mean and it be 20 with some kids or 20 with you know bought a house with him you got to go untangle all these different things but um, he definitely has some issues on how he view- views relationships
1: because his parents really scarred him by what he's seen and I want to kick they butt because I'm like yeah <laughs> he, uh, he, I felt like he had good potential but I, I do like y'all scarred him so bad. But the thing
0: about it is... You can only give him and that excuse, but so much credit. You know what I'm saying? Because there are people in that exact same situation that see that example and vow to themselves, I'll never be like my father. I'll never have a relationship like that. So it's only but so much leeway he can get, how much slack he can get from like, that's all I've ever seen. Like No, because there's plenty of guys who've seen that exact same thing and go out to be perfect husbands and perfect fathers. Like You know what I mean? You can cut him some slack, but don't cut him too much. You know what I mean? You are right. He did choose that. Hey, why didn't he get some help for it? If you, he knows it's an issue. So whether it's you or another girl that he wants to be with later on down the line, he still got to seek help for that because it's not a healthy view of marriage. There's going to be very few women who are going to be okay with him thinking he's going to do whatever he wants to do and have a house down the road. Like it's not—you're not asking for him to do something that's crazy for expecting your husband to live with you. Like, you know what I mean? It's—it's a lot of issues, a lot of work that he needs to do. But my question to you, because now that I feel like, for the most part, he's out of that equation, how did that leave you? Are you jaded? Uh,
1: No, I'm not. Literally, oh, my God. I I really, I'm not okay. And, okay. Let's talk about you. We talked about him.
0: Let's talk about you. Why are you not okay? Because
1: I feel like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I did what I feel like I did what I felt that I was supposed to do as far as okay get with somebody you know live right make sure y'all go to church make sure you go to marriage counseling and make sure you know you um you know you're not having sex before marriage and I feel like I did all of that and then this happened to me I'm just I just I just feel upset about it because I feel like I did I feel like I did it the quote unquote right way and I don't have um people in my family that my family we're all saved and all of that, but nobody is doing what I'm doing. Like they all done had kids, you know, out of marriage or they they wasn't worried about waiting until they get married to be involved in that way. But I was and I and I just it just makes me sad because I really I don't know I thought I was doing it the right way and but you are doing it the right way
0: only the devil would make you question the decision that you made to do what was right now he wasn't the right person but that doesn't mean you didn't do the right thing yeah I'm saying that because I don't want you to move forward and be like you know what I might as well start compromising because it doesn't seem like doing the right thing doesn't seem to get me any further because that's only going to hurt you in the long run like, how can you expect God to bless it if that's the case? Like, you still learned what you needed to learn from the situation. Because I know you may not want to hear this, but I'm going to be real. Okay. There ha- I'm sure if you were with him for five years, at some point, there had to be some signs. Yeah. The five years didn't just sneak up on you and all of a sudden you're like three weeks in, oh my God, he's weak and he's this <laughs> and he's this. Like, there's no way. God always sends warning signs. There had to be something. Something along the way that you were like, you know what? Never mind. I like him. Yeah. It's okay. I like him. I'm a, I'm gonna keep rocking with it because there had to be something. Because there's no way. I don't. I don't think that he kind of flipped from Doctor Jekyll to Mister Hyde that fast. Mm-hmm. So can you think? Can you pinpoint a time where earlier on or anything where you could have said, you know what?
1: I didn't really like that, but I kind of let it rock. Okay, let me think. Uh, i mean yeah there there was things like i mean i mean there was things about him like he um i mean
0: yeah there's yeah so the drinking that he was
1: doing in the beginning were you the reason that he stopped so when i would say so because once we got together we i we would talk about it and he just was like well it's just because he just felt his life was worthless like, like he didn't have n- he just went to work every day came home would get drunk and that's it so once we got together I guess he felt like he had a life and he felt like he didn't have to do that anymore but honestly that uh, did, now I'm I'm seeing it it now. didn't mean anything to me back then because when I was in college I would drink too so I thought oh, okay you know I didn't see but I knew I wasn't like that I didn't do that but I was in college then so I didn't have a job and all that so I didn't I didn't see
0: I didn't see it then until now would you say that you saved him
1: Mm
0: -mm. he was spiraling out of control and here you come this beam of light you represent all these things because of you he doesn't drink anymore honestly after hearing how you explain that I feel like that's why he was crying. That's why he was sad, and that's why it was—it tortured him so much to know that he would hurt you because you were so good to him. But you don't want somebody being with you out of obligation, out of like gratitude. I think he is genuinely grateful for what you did in his life. You came in there and gave his life some meaning, like you said. I, I wasn't doing nothing before you came along. You came along and gave my life some meaning. I think he is grateful. That's what it was, but that's, I think he loves you for what you've done, but that doesn't mean he's in love with you, and I don't think that he had the heart to tell you that, because he owes you so much. He may even owe you his life. If you're saying he felt like he didn't have no reason, and I don't even know what my life's about, and I'm drinking myself into oblivion, I think you saved him, and out of all the people in the world, he didn't want to hurt you. And it pained him, but he knew that if you yeah. really knew that, okay, I know you've done all these things for me, but like I'm tired of living right. I'm, I'm tired of going to church. I'm tired of not drinking and not like this. The life that you wanted him to live—that was your life. That's the life that you wanted him to live, not the life that he chose for himself. A man has to choose that life for himself. No matter how much you love him, you can't
1: save him. Yeah, that's true. Cause. When I think about it, when you say it like that, that's true because he never used to want to, he never would pray or do stuff like, or take care of himself, like stuff like go to the doctor or stuff like that on his own. Unless I would say, okay, um, you need to do this. Like it's time to make an appointment, your annual physical or let's pray over our food and stuff like that. And then he would tell me. Cause we only hung out on the weekends cause we didn't live together. So when I see him on the next weekend, he'll be like, Oh yeah, it was my cousin. And I I say, let's pray over our food and stuff like that. And and that's true. When I think about it, it was, you're right. Everything that was right. right, It was something that I initiated. That's what you were
0: to him. That's what you were to him. All the things that were good, but, but that's not a knock on you though. And that's what I got to get you to understand. You have wife skills. It wasn't for him though, but you have wife skills. Making a man better, that's what men look for in a wife. That may not have been what he was looking for because he's not ready to stop playing the field. He's not ready to have somebody come in and change his life. He's not ready to give up his bad habits. No matter how much he loves you, he's not ready to give it up. A man will only get married when he's ready. Because you don't want somebody doing it because you asked him to or because it's the right thing to do or because you've been together for five years. And, of course, that's the next step. You don't want a man any second before he's truly ready to be a husband. And the man told you that he's not. I believe him. And I think you should, too. But I don't think that that should make you feel like, what did I do wrong? Nothing. Nothing. You have wife- skills. And when your husband comes along, he'll see those skills and be blown away by it. You won't have to chase him. You won't have to make him. He will gladly be yours and only yours. You will have to chase him and you'll never have to doubt. He'll never make you question. He'll never, oh, I'm going to put the wedding off while I think about it. He'll never do those things. He knew how he felt a long time ago. He just didn't have the heart to tell you. He knows what he owes you. I think if he's real with himself, he's probably like, man, I would have. She is everything. And I think it hurts him so bad. I, I, I'm, I don't think that he's a bad guy. I think that he needs to talk to someone about his issues, not just about, like, the parental issues and how his views on marriage and all of that, but about, like, how it made him feel. Because it's a deeper issue that he needs to talk through but I don't want any of the things that he's gone through to make you question who you are and the decisions that you've made. You did what was right in the eyes of God. And when the right guy comes along, he will appreciate all that you are. He's just not it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hate to hear you cry, but it's okay.
1: It makes me, it, it makes me happy because I just I don't I really needed you to tell me that because I don't I don't have um people that are doing what I'm doing in my life. So it just makes me happy to hear somebody that I know is connected to God like I am that can tell me. And use discernment and tell me, you know, talk to me the way you are. Because I just, I did. I feel like it was my fault. And I I just feel like, well, how how did I not know that? How is doing what God wants you to do ever a bad thing or ever your
0: fault? Before you were even a twinkle in anybody's eyes, he already put the rules out there. So he didn't change the rules because you came along. You did what was right, but the wrong person won't appreciate it. That doesn't mean you should change what you're doing. Yeah. It's like a a kid, a kid trying to learn how to walk. You know, they get up, they try to walk, they fall down. They don't be like, you know what? Walking's not for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You got to get back up. That's true. You can't just be like, oh, this didn't work out. Living right is not for me. No, you keep doing what's right. Yeah. This is a test for you. A test to see how bad, how serious are you about doing what's right? Even if somebody feels, even if you feel like somebody's wasted your time, will you still do it? Yeah. Even if somebody promised to marry you and three weeks before the wedding tells you they're not going to do it, will that make you change? This is a test for you. Yeah, make- God, I'm serious. Even despite all of that, yet will I do what you asked me to do. I will still do it. Yeah, This is a test. Because the next guy that comes along is going to make you question, you know what? I do what was right the last time. It didn't work out. So you know what? I'm going to go back and do. No. No. Mm-hmm. This was a test. How serious are you about staying true to my will, about what I told you to do? Even once you've gone through that. And it's easy to do what God tells you to do when all the lights are green, <laughs> when everything works out. Like, okay, how easy is that? But can you still believe him when every when the answers are no? <laughs> when you thought it was gonna go one way and you were pretty and you thought for sure this is what you were gonna do and it didn't work out, can you still believe? Yeah. That's what this is about. This is a test of your faith. Oh, man. You've got what it takes. Yeah. You've got what it takes. You're stronger despite the examples that are around you, despite everything that you've ever seen. You're like, no, I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to do it right. Of course the devil would like to try to shake you. You don't even know that you're probably an example to somebody who's, who hasn't even told you that they're watching you. Somebody is looking at you and how you're doing it and still admiring it. Yeah, she's doing it the right way.
1: I got to, I got to, because I, I, feel like God. I even though I know God wants us all to do the right thing, but I feel like God made a made had a conversation with me. Is like I, like it I have to do. It. I feel like I have to do it, even if nobody else does it. I feel like I gotta do it. I don't. I never thought of any other way of doing it. And I guess that's why it crushed me so bad. But that was the point. Yeah. That was the point, because see if some, see just like how
0: God knows how you like them, the devil does too. He knows how to send somebody that looks a lot like what you want. It's like yeah. those fake Louis Vuitton bags that looks a lot like <laughs> the real thing until you go and, and try to get it hot stamped to try to get it approved, and you're like, wait, wait, this is okay. fake. It looks so much like the real thing. Are you serious?
1: Yeah. Right, exactly.
0: That's what he would, that everything has a message. Like I said, if you really go back and think about it, like you did in the beginning, there were signs. You're right. It's not You're right. all on him that it took you five years to kind of be like, you know what? It, it, God knows what it would take for you. He knew mm-hmm. that it, that's what it would take. But I'm still grateful that you're still young and you still have plenty of opportunities that you're not married to this man, stuck in a marriage with a man that just told you that he doesn't want to be with you. Like it could have been worse. I know it may not seem like it because it's so fresh, but it could have been much worse. He could have really wasted your time, even more time. You could have gotten your life so tangled up with his. You could have had another life involved in this where you're like, you know what? Now you're going to tell me this when I got your kid. It could have been worse. Now you can cut your losses and say, God, I, I learned my lesson. I will listen to you from the very beginning. I will run him past you. You don't never want to be the reason why somebody has a relationship with God. You are God doesn't need you to be the go-between. Now, you could pray on behalf of your husband and all of that, but he has to have that relationship with God himself. And I think that's what you're going to need in the future. You're going to need somebody who's strong in their faith with or without you. Even if that was the lesson that you needed to learn. Because the man said he loved Jesus, but he loved him as long as you were telling him and long as you were saying yes. we need to pray, long as you were saying no, we're not gonna have sex till we get married, as long as you were like giving it to him, it's like you gave him your religion. Like I've got so much Jesus, you can have some. Mm-hmm. No, he gotta get his own Jesus, his own
1: relationship. You know what is so because my oh oh my god, you are blowing my mind. It's so true because. <laughs> my family, we have a group chat, and they were t- tonight. They were talking about the same thing about how they always, you know, talk, all of the guys that they date that they're with. Besides my one cousin, none of them were saved. They were mm. like how I'm doing, how I did with the, with him, trying to save them. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we yeah trying to save somebody. We all always- like I'm
0: gonna give you some of my faith mm-hmm. because I have so much and mine is so strong. Yeah. If I can, I can fix you up. And no, he's got to love Jesus for himself, have his own relationship. It's got to be strong with or without you, whether you're with him or without him. He's got to love Jesus on his own if that's what you want. And I believe that it is.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That is that is true. You're right. I, I did learn that, that I need somebody that's just as strong as me or stronger for us to be OK. And this might be a pray for me.
0: Right. And I, you got to I can't be with somebody who the only dose of religion you get is what I give you. Yeah. Like, what are you doing on your own? I can't be like, hey, let's pray. Hey, let's do nope. this. That's kind of going to be your warning sign. Just because a guy is open to your religion doesn't mean he wants to embrace mm-hmm. it. Doesn't mean he wants it. And that's what, what's happened with him. Mm-hmm. He liked all of it. He liked the fact that he had a good girl and and, you know, you were doing all these things. And he probably thought about the future and yes, she'd make a great wife and a great mom and all that. But he knew what he wanted to do. and His life and yours don't match up. Yeah, He was only pretending. And he got tired. It took him some years to get tired. Like you said, he's doing all this stuff. He's on Tinder and drinking and smoking weed and all that. He is so happy to finally have this spiritual thing that you were trying to give him off of him. He was only doing it because he loved you. You need him to love
1: Jesus and you. I feel like he. Could, how could you have loved me to do me like that? Like that's crazy. But he. But he told you the truth. Yeah. Would Would you think he loved you if
0: he married you knowing how he really felt? Wouldn't that be worse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how you got me out here in front of all of these people. Now I'm stuck with you for all, for Lord knows how long because there, there was no grounds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, not, I even though. I know you don't appreciate what he did or how he did it. Yeah,
1: how we, yeah.
0: It still had to be done. It had to be done for you to move on. And, and, for, and now the way that he did it, it's a clean break. You don't ever have to worry about, you know what? I should get back with him because you're like, you know what? No, I know too much. Now I know how you really are. Like, what if he ran off into the sunset and you didn't know how he was really living right now? You didn't know he was all on Twitter, um, Tinder. You didn't know he was smoking weed and drinking and all this different stuff. You didn't know how he was really living. You might possibly want him back just based on the fact that, oh, it's just it just didn't work out. Maybe we could try it again. Now you're like, you look at him for what he really is, and you're like, now I know I'm not going back.
1: God definitely shook that up. I couldn't go back if I wanted to, yeah, you're right. There is
0: nothing you can offer me. You're not strong enough. You don't have enough backbone for me. Like you needed to see these things. He's been hiding that for a long time. This is who he's always been though. It's just, it's like a dormant volcano. And now that he's not with you, he can finally erupt. And he's like, oh, I'm getting ready to do everything I couldn't do for the last five years. And now he's wilding out, but this is still all, this is what he's always been though. You've been like a suppressant, like a, you know how you get sick and you get like a cough suppressant and it may last for a couple of hours, but once it wears off, you just coughing all over the place. You suppressed the urge to do those things. His love for you suppressed it, but how long would it have lasted? You gotta, he has to want to give that up and he doesn't want to. As much as he loves you, he loves that life more. So I'd rather know that than put, than give my, you know, take your last name and all. And you uh, want to live raggy like this. Like, imagine he being your husband and you find out he's still on, Twinder, on Tinder. He's your husband and he's sneaking and go smoke weed. Like, Lord knows, like, I'd yeah, rather you find like all this out as a boyfriend or even a fiancé mm-hmm. than as a husband. Like, tell me now where That's I can spare myself. Because now you can move on and this a clean break. You're not stuck with this man in any way. Now, you know, you'll never go back. You know what you're looking for. Now, when you get into the next relationship, you can see, you can start to see better. Am I the reason that he has this relationship with God? That's true. Am I the only, would he pray if it weren't for me that you can, you, you're asking the right questions. It's deeper. It's not like he's cute. I'm cute. Together, we're cute. Yeah. No, no shallow, <laughs> no shallow yeah. stuff like that. He has a job. He's, you know, he's doing this. No, it's like deeper because now you're thinking about like the future. Like, do I want somebody who I can't even pray for me? I'm sick, or this happened, or that happened, and I can't even come to you for prayer. I can't even expect you to, you know, be there for me. You dodged a bullet. Yeah. So moving forward. I feel like this will be so helpful for you. Yes. It was a painful lesson. Yes, I'm not going to lie. But it's one that you needed to learn because now you know that now you know what you're really looking for. You, now you know that you need it's a deeper thing that you want. You don't just want good looking. You don't just want in love with you or do whatever you ask as far as like, mm-hmm. oh, I asked him to pray and he prayed. Like, no, you now you know, you need more than just that. And now you're looking for signs like, okay, how does he react when things fall apart? Because now you yeah. know, you definitely don't want a weak man. So now when things fall apart, you're like, well, let me see how he reacts to this. Okay, he lost his job. Is he going to fall apart right now? Or like now you're looking for the kind of things you probably should have been looking for all along. But now you know how important they are to you. Every relationship is designed to get you closer to where you want to be, where you need to be. Believe it or not, whether he wanted to or not, your wife skills blossomed. Taking care of him, making sure he's going to the doctor. Like, you sound like a wife doing things like that. You were a good influence on him. But that didn't mean that it was meant to be. And then what did he give you? Like, you, it it sounds like I'm not even sure the relationship was reciprocal enough. Like, here you are giving to him and making him better. What did he do for you? Mm -hmm. Nothing, like nothing. How did he make you better in any way? Like, before this, I used to do this. And now,
1: you know, at least I can say he gave me this. Did he give you anything? No, material things, but nothing. Uh, Stuff you could buy yeah, yourself. Exactly. Nothing of value. Nothing I can say. Oh, yeah. No.
0: Oh, my God. Like, because of him, I learned how to do this. Because of him, I'm I'm stronger. Because of him, I know how to do this. Like, he didn't even give you anything. That's not. It should be a give and a take. All you did was give. I don't even know why you're not even drained. Like, wouldn't that be exhausting?
1: Like, all I'm doing is pouring into you. And I'm getting nothing back. I think I got to a place to where I just wanted to get married because I wanted. To, oh, now right? the truth comes tumbling. Yeah. I think because I want- and he and he'll do. Yeah. Right, he'll do. You overlook
0: the drinking. You overlook the not really that strong in his faith. And you're like, you know what? It's about time. He's ready, he has a ring in his hand. Why not? Yeah, because I gave him the. F- oh, he bailed you out. Yeah, then. he bailed you out by calling it off because you didn't really want to marry him. You just really wanted to get married. I do. And he would do. Yeah.
1: I did love him. I did. I did. I felt like he could be better, but I felt that God <laughs> will make it better if I, if I obey, if I felt God will make it better if I, if I get married and do things right instead of.
0: So you, so like I always say in my strawberry letters, you thought God would alter him at the altar. Yeah. Yep.
1: Those those little, those last little things. i was like, well, you know, God will work those things out. God will work out his salvation. I can't do it. So, like, God will do it. Wow. If, I, if I get married Mm-mm. and not be lustful and do it the right way, I fight God will do the rest. That is how I felt.
0: So you were playing let's make a deal with God. How'd that work? God Ooh. don't make no deals. It's as is. It's whatever the price is. On the sticker, you don't get up there and and try to negotiate. He's not a used car salesman. If he says this is what it's going to cost to get the kind of life that you want, you're either going to pay that cost or you're going to go to somebody else's lot. God does not negotiate. It is the price on the car is the price that it costs. And you thought, hey, once I get married, you know me and God can talk about it. Okay, now I did this for you, now what you going to do for me, girl? No, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. You're expecting the creator of heaven and earth to come make a deal with you about this guy? Girl, please. I really (laughs) did. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Let's make a deal with the creator of heaven and earth. I married him. Now you fix him. Because I felt if I...
1: But you know, oh my God. I never... Yeah, I did. Because I thought, okay, well, if I get married and I do it right... Then, you know, the salvation part, him and God can work that out. Because honestly, I was tired of it. I was tired of that part. I was tired of (laughs) Let's pray. Did you pray yet? Did you pray? I was tired.
0: So you were already exhausted. You were going to marry him exhausted and be like, God, I'm tired. I dragged him to the altar like you asked me to. I have no (laughs) more to give. Fix him up, please. Because I got the rest of my life to live with this guy. And I don't even know. Like, you were doing (sighs) a lot. Like, I'm telling you. He bailed you out. He made the decision that you as the Christian who has the relationship with God should have made. You you let the unsaved one make the decision that you, the one who has a relationship with God, should have made. God had to save you from yourself. Clearly she's not going to do it. Let me just allow him to show him, to show her who he really is. And maybe then. And then that's when mm. you started really taking a good look at him.
1: Because it felt like it came out of nowhere.
0: But you were. Crazy. And, but but now, yeah. now that we're talking about it, it really didn't. You were already tired. You were you're already tired of like, I got to like, yeah. oh, make him love God the way I do. You were already tired. Mm. You were marrying the man exhausted. Expecting God to, f- to fix him up because you feel like God owed you that, which <laughs> really. <laughs> you really feel like God owed you that. Like, you know what? I've done what I'm supposed to do. I've got him here. Okay. You owe it to me to make him what I want instead of just like marrying him already what you want and asking God to continue to make him even better. Not go from bad to good, but from good to even better, Lord. That's what I want. You were settling. You were you were going to settle. You were going to settle. And God loves you so much, he wouldn't let you do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Just like any father would. Just like any father would. If he sees his baby about to make a mistake... He'll shut it all down. I know she'll cry about this three weeks before the wedding, but she'll love me forever when she sees what I saved her from. Matter of fact, look at what he's doing right now as soon as you left him. He made sure that you found out everything that he was into. He saved you. He spared you. He kept you from settling. I would not be sad. I would be rejoicing. My relationship with God would be even better, that he would think enough of me to stop what he's doing to save me from making one of the biggest mistakes of my life. I would thank God for that forever. Forever. God's grace. We don't even deserve it. We don't even deserve it. Because if you were really talking to God about yeah. that guy, it wouldn't be five years. It wouldn't have been five years. Five years is not how long you were dating him. It's how long you yeah. took to finally be like, God, what's going on with him? No, for real, God, what, what's up with him? Before I marry him, like, you finally started yeah. like asking God. And he's like, oh, yeah, what well, you want to know? Well, you could have been free a long time ago. That's true
1: you're the one with the relationship with with god i wasn't i just asked like do you believe in god check you got a job check okay you cute so well okay so that's all it was then but when it got closer to us getting married i did go on a fast and i asked god okay god let me know and after that i forgot about that i forgot i did that
0: i did did you pray without ceasing? Did you ask God that one time? Or did, you, oh. or did you continue to pray throughout the duration of that five years? God, show me everything. I know I love him and he's cute. I, I, you, you know my type, Lord. So take all that away. For real, Lord. In his heart. Show me his heart. Does he have a heart for you? I didn't do that till after he proposed. Five years later. That's what I'm talking about. You could have been spared. You could have been spared, but God couldn't let you make that decision. He stopped it, put a big monkey wrench in it. Showed you as soon as you asked him. God showed you. You're like, what? But postponing the wedding. The wedding. What? What? What's this about? Because God was like, okay, you asked for my help. Here it is. He's been waiting on you, waiting on you to finally say, Lord, what do you think of him? I know I want to marry him. I know I like him. It's already been this time. All this time, he was waiting on you to ask him what he thought. I'm just glad you didn't wait until your honeymoon night. <laughs> or to finally be like, <laughs> I married him. So tell me more about this guy. Like, girl, like I, you cut it kind
1: of close. Exactly,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> You cut it kind of close. Yeah, I did. It would have been shame. I did. I did. And you know what? I forgot that when we got to the five-year mark. I told him I wouldn't be his girlfriend for five years. And I told him if by the end of the five years, I was leaving him if I was still his girlfriend.
0: Oh. Girl, not everything is coming that was, out. Yeah. So you kind of, not really <laughs> Debo, but you, yeah, a baby that's legal. a baby Debo. Cause you kind of was like, yeah. and then he, then that he felt Debo. obligated. So I mean like the more we talk, the more mm-hmm. everything is coming out. You didn't pray about him yeah. until, until he asked you to marry him. Five years later, you saw the warning signs in the beginning. You didn't ask enough questions. You just asked him, you believe in God? Are you spiritual? And you let it rock for five years. You tried to give him religion. You tried to give him our sweet Jesus. You tried to give it to him. <laughs> and he was like, all right, I, I guess. If that's what it takes to be with you, I guess. All right, you need, if, if, yeah. all right I'll do just enough to, to get you off my back. I'll do it. And God loved you so much that he spared you from all of that, kept you from marrying him. As soon as you ask God, postpone the wedding. Soon as you ask God, he called off the wedding. You could have been spared a long time ago. That's why I wanted to do your, um, your particular story because I think a lot of women are in similar situations where you think, oh, he's not even spiritual or, you know, you just keep, you just rock with it. Because you know what? It's, yeah. I've already invested this time. And like you said, I kind of just wanted to get married. I mean, I did love him. You said that like that was the secondary thing. I wanted to get married and I did love him. Not like I loved yeah. him and I wanted to marry him. Like, no, there's a difference between I loved him and I wanted to marry him. Then I wanted to get married and I loved him. There's a, that's a difference. It sounds like the same thing, but it's not. Because you already said he needed some work.
1: Yeah, he did, but I just feel like and everybody you expect that knew- God to patch
0: him up once you married him. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. I never looked at it like that. I never looked at it like that.
0: Now you know, you know, for the future that you were doing nothing wrong. That God was doing nothing but sharpening those wife skills that you have within you, really honing them in like you're you are being prepared. Every relationship is preparing you. And you know what, I'm also say this. You may not realize it, but what you went through with him, when you are getting married and you do meet the man that God has for you, these skills that came about from him, the next man will benefit from.
1: Yeah.
0: Like he taught you things that the next man needed from you. Like God's always sort of implanting things in you. Everything that you do from childhood, everything is always implanting things in you. It's like little dormant volcanoes. They lie dormant until you need them. This skill, all these skills that you have, it may seem like, when do I need all this stuff? The next guy will need a woman like you who's strong, who is going to push him, who has a strong faith. Who has a, a strong moral character? Somebody who believes in doing things God's way. He didn't appreciate it because he was the wrong guy. But the right man is praying for someone like you, and that guy was wasting your time.
1: I gotta find him now. Now you don't have you don't
0: have to find anybody. All you have to do is be whole and complete, and that will draw him to you yeah that's what draws a man a a woman who acts not really acts as if but a woman who carries herself like she already has everything that she needs that's what men find sexy not the one looking (laughs) looking around and asking do you have a friend (laughs) who's this here or do you have no the one who seems like she doesn't need a man that's when they come yeah
1: because
0: nobody wants a needy woman
1: yeah, that, no, that's then
0: they're like, I can't even go to the game because she gonna want to go I can't even do this because she gonna be asking me where I'm going. like they want a woman who is like okay do you I'll do me we'll get together on you know where it's kind of like okay I can have a life and I can let you have a life I'm not needy like that I mean I love you and love to spend time with you but you know what I'm saying I have plenty to do on my own before you even came into my world I had plenty going on and I will maintain a life Yeah, you have the life that you build together and a life that you have all on your own that's what, a draw, what draws men. But you don't want to put out that I need a man vibe and all that. No. Just continue to learn from what you learn. Pray and keep your relationship with God strong. Thank God for what he did, which is sparing you from this huge situation that could have been a big mistake. Because yeah. now that you talk about it, it sounds like he did you a huge favor. He did what you needed to do. Yeah. Now, he's no saint. i don't want to i don't want to paint him with that brush (laughs) he's no saint but you needed to learn certain things that he had to teach you yeah and god showed you who he is that you'll never go back that bridge is
1: burned to the ground (laughs) you'll never be able to cross back over he is burnt and he's blocked so he couldn't even call if he wanted to so he
0: can't but you, there's nothing wrong with being the one that got away. Even if he decided you know, a couple of months down the line, oh, you know, I'm going to get my life together. Like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. You know, we're, I like mm-hmm. where things are. Because no. I couldn't trust him again. Like, you couldn't come back and try to be with me again and then what you would you propose mm-hmm. again and leave me again? No, no, no. I, I, I learned what I needed to learn from you. Yeah. Thank you for the mm-hmm. lessons. And I'm sure everything that I learned, my, my next man will benefit from. Because now you know what you're looking for. You've refined your search. All right, so that is it for the very first episode of the Ultimate Woman Podcast. I really hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this as much as I enjoyed recording this episode for you guys. Even if this isn't exactly your particular situation, I think there's so much that we could get from her story. And that's the reason for the podcast in general, because I think that we can learn from everyone's story. And so huge thank you to the guest today who was on the show. Now, if you wanna be a part of the movement, consider purchasing one of my books. I've written three. The first one is called The Dating Game. How to Find Yourself While Looking for Mr. Right. My second book is called Breaking the Man Code, The Key to Unlocking His Heart. And my third book is called Getting Unstuck, How to Create the Life You've Always Wanted to Live. All of my books are available on amazon.com and also in Kindle format as well. I'm also a certified life and dating coach. So if you're looking for somebody to talk through your issues with, much like the guest that I spoke with today, I would love to be able to work with you one-on-one. For more information about my coaching services, send me an email at itscoachshawn at gmail.com. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, send me an email at uh, the ultimate woman podcast at gmail.com. And uh, let me know a little bit about your story. And you may be the next person on the podcast. So that's pretty much it. This is my very first episode. So please forgive any mistakes or any audio issues. I promise you this podcast will get bigger and better as we go along. All I need is your support and of course, your patience. So be sure to tune in for the next episode of the ultimate woman.